welcome to a first ever nerds where i'm all alone at my house and no one's here with me to record boo but i do have a guest a very very special i had to do a lot of work to line this one up he's pretty famous and uh i'm gonna surprise you right now Hey guys, it's Keith from my house. <laughs> yeah, I you might have heard of this guy. He was on a podcast that was very famous called Nerd Porn. Uh it's probably the biggest podcast. It, it, it's the podcast that launched Joe Rogan's career, uh Adam Carolla's career. I mean, a lot of big big time people were uh were launched off that podcast. So it's very exciting to have you here, Keith. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here, guys. Um, you know, let's get into this. I would like to talk about some games, uh, some movies, some TV shows. You know, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me, Aaron. Uh, but before we do that, you know, you could always find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast. That's the same for Twitch, uh, <laughs> Twitch, YouTube. And our email is nerdsapodcast at gmail.com, where we have some emails this week, I think. Wait. It's like a little weird though. <laughs> Why is all your stuff my stuff though? It's because we are one. <laughs> all the leaves are all the, the leaves are, are green. <laughs> so uh, this week's going to be probably a pretty brief one. There's not much going on, but uh, we're going to go over Child's Play review, which I will um, review since Keith didn't see it. Uh, we'll both talk about Too Old to Die Young, but only the first episode because it's really. <laughs> long <laughs> i'm yeah. not trying to watch 13 one and a half hour episodes um and i'll do a little bit of a bloodstained review i've played a lot of it but i'm not done yet so i don't want to give it a full review um i'll try i thought s- you beat it spoiler uh, yeah well i technically beat it but i think it's like a fake ending I'll, I'll get into that okay okay and i think that's it i think uh we'll do some emails we got a bunch thanks guys we got like six emails to go or but how five. many reviews did we get fucking fuck all zero and nobody followed us on fucking twitch jk two people did but we need more follows on twitch so we can become affiliates dude yeah um i mean we got a couple of games coming out on friday which you're really stoked on it's your pre-order for uh, super mario maker 2 just kidding you didn't, <laughs> you didn't do that uh steam summer sale so uh we got some uh Ways you could beat, um, you know, the, the the heat. You could beat the prices on the Steam Summer Sale, which has been announced. Um, IGN did give their review on Bloodstain. I want to see if it lines up with yours. Um, then I'll, I really like to go. Can I get in my week real quick? Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Uh, Hold on. It's been two weeks. <laughs> um, so my week, real quick. Uh, has been I've been juggling a lot of games, three games to be total. Actually, four if you complete. You know, if you think Overwatch between PC and Xbox, it's two different games. Um, but I did uh, stream a little. Uh, we're trying to fine tune our streaming for Twitch uh, for uh, Overwatch for the PC. Um, don't worry, guys. All that video has been deleted, but there's one kick-ass video that I showed Aaron, oh, where yeah. uh, you know I was doing quite the comeback. Aaron, what do you think of my video? Uh, it was pretty good. You were Lucio, and you were just fucking unkillable. It was very strange. <laughs> so sometimes you got it, and sometimes you just don't. Um, Would you, you know, say sometimes, you got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Um, but uh, I also uh, joined a, uh, a, a friend of mine on overwatch on xbox this week where you know download it oh yeah and i did get the notification from uh from comcast saying i used 90 percent of my data and i still got five days left so uh thank you downloading overwatch uh for being so big um but yeah i downloaded uh overwatch on my xbox so, so now i own it on all consoles uh and i started from the bottom and i realized how shitty it is to start that game from the bottom and especially you know the people that you're going to play with so it was on sale the other day for 20 bucks um so you know i had a friend who who downloaded heard me talking about it but he's on uh xbox and i want to join him right and grind from the bottom 
I realized that uh, that that was a mistake. You're playing with a bunch of people. You can't get the plays together, and you know you don't know what's really happening. There's no support and no structure, so it's kind of every man for himself. Once once you kind of get through a couple, uh, you know, kind of uh, levels there. You know, I'm at level nine already, uh, and it's been a week. I realized that they team you up. And it depends on how well you do with like people way, way above your grade, you know? So I'm getting teamed up with, you know, four or five prestige, so like 500 players um, that, uh, you know, I probably shouldn't be teamed up with, but it's, it's, uh, it's very interesting. You know, now I played them on all, uh, I'm going to say out of the three systems I played this game on Xbox is definitely the worst. Really? In terms 100%. of community or performance? Uh, community and performance. Really? Um, community because I don't think there's a lot of people playing it on Xbox, so the match is all you know the matchmaking is all over the place. Some matches I will you know be with a bottom tier team where they're not leveled up. Others I will be matched up with a very very high tier team. So um, you know the people are the people. So you know you get good players, you get bad players. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the matchmaking is all over the place. The, the game itself, um, half of the time to play the game at the end, you, it doesn't load. It shows like whatever that person's doing, but it doesn't show like the other characters they are attacking or the kills or anything. It's just like that person moving around. Like it, it's, it's not good. It's, uh, it there must be a problem. It's super glitchy. If if I could show you, you know, I well, I'll probably take a video and kind of post it up because it's not right. It just I, there's a lot of lagginess and and uh, it doesn't look good. And the Xbox is a great powerful system. I you know I keep praising one of the other games that I'm playing. You know, just to relax and calm down. Forza, uh, Horizon Two. Uh, sorry, Horizon Four. And that's like a beautiful game. I mean, that game HDR. It's a beautiful relaxing you know fun game for me um but uh you know overwatch and xbox just looks crappy and overwatch is old as fuck yeah like there shouldn't be those kind of issues yeah yeah if if i show you i now i haven't played it for a while on ps4 and you know i played with frank um frank hammer and dan west um not too long ago and i didn't have those issues on ps4 it's only I'm only having those on Xbox. Mm. 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 Uh, what else? The, the the last game that I've been playing is um is Breath of the Wild. Uh, replaying it, I'm about to uh, to attack the last guardian, which is the like chameleon looking one on the volcano. Um, I never and, got like, there. I couldn't get past the volcano. I don't know how. What do you mean? I don't know how to get past the heat. You have to drop all... Not drop, but you can't carry your metal your metal supplies because they burn you. So, like, your metal shields, mm. your your uh, full metal swords, your metal bows, they all burn you. Um, and then you could buy, when you get into the village, you could buy, like, uh, kind of, like, fire-retardant clothes. Weird. I mean, I figured there was something, you know, some kind of clothing and probably oh, food. Dude, they don't spell anything out for you. Not at all. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I don't know. I'm still going after some of the shrines. And some of the shrines, they just pretty much throw you in there. And, like, you need to put these balls in a certain thing. And I tell you to look to the constellation. Like, I I look to Google, you know, because trying to figure out what they're trying to say by – it makes no sense. Um but you know what? It's challenging, and I like it. So it this is all to prep us, right? Um, and I watch some like fan, you know, YouTube fan theories about uh, the prequels and stuff like that, and they're taking apart uh, kind of the things like the king, so like uh, Zelda's dad said, um, of like, you know, uh, the real threat lies beneath Hyrule, or you know the whatever stopping is is beneath Hyrule. So that's why we're kind of seeing, you know, them going, you know, in the trailers, like into uh, caves and things. You know, it's it's not so much out in the open world. It's more underground um, because, uh, you know, they, they think that we're going to see, um, 
you know, the true Ganon under uh, underground. Yeah, that, yeah, but there, people are saying it's not going to be him, but I don't know. I haven't no, but it. they called everything Ganon in Breath of the Wild. Everything That's was true. Ganon. Yeah. So, you know, it, every uh, every big boss fight you got was all Ganon, uh, which, which, you know, isn't true. But underneath, we in the trailer, we got to see, like, that new uh, green um, Sheikah technology thing, and that could be trapping um the the I, f- I forget what they call them but like the the wise people in each temple uh so there's one guy trapped uh below and you see kind of the green text kind of swirling around where we've seen blue and other colors before yeah so this is kind of in line and one of the theories is you know well you know uh you see the green dragon right you see the green dragon going through the sky mm-hmm. you know so this could tie that in because we never knew what that really was yeah have you ever fought any of those no you could fight them i didn't I, think you could even fight them i don't know i th- i thought so because <laughs> i was like it seems like it they fly out randomly out of like nowhere and they're just 80 billion feet long and they shoot lightning or whatever fucking you know each one does it's kind of annoying but I thought you could um, fight him. I thought. I wonder if you kill him. What happens? I, I mean, it's what's up? Breath of the Wild, Wild Dragon locations. I, I I'm, I'm sorry if you kind of hear something. Did you yeah, ever they're... kill a Lionel yet? No, man. I, <laughs> I. Yeah, I guess you could talk to them. I never really. Once in the air, fire a quick shot towards any of the eyes of them. Yeah, so I guess you could kind of bring them down. I didn't know that. Like I said, they don't in this game they don't really explain you anything, so you're kind of left to like try some stuff and see what works. But I'm loving it. <laughs> Told you we are one tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's my week, guys. Uh, you know, we did a little bit of uh, roller skating. We sure <laughs> did on fucking Saturday night. On hip hop night. On uh, down in your old turf. Saturday. Saturday. It's your old turf, too, dude. We're right by Club Q. The mosh turf. <laughs> the, the old fucking stomping grounds, dude. Literally Mongo Stomp. Like ver like the earliest of two thousands. If you went down to Davy, uh to the Q and Brew Billiard Hall <laughs> any Saturday night, there'd be a fucking hardcore show and there would be people fighting. Yeah. Which is funny because w- when we went, the security guard at Galaxy was like, Man, some of these kids, they just come here just to fight. I was like, Bro, <laughs> they would just went like down the street. Like I go, they just went down the street, they probably would have, you know, been welcome to a fight. <laughs> Uh, Club Q's not even open anymore, though, right? The billiard hall? I don't think so, man. I don't know. We're very localizing ourselves. No, it's right fine. Now, but... It's just, it was the spot. Like, I mean, for local, you wouldn't see, like, big bands there, but you would see all the, you know, fucking hardcore Dashboard bands. Dashboard confessionals playing on the floor. <laughs> exactly. If, if, I mean, if you were growing up in the mid 2000s, that's some big deal shit. Because, like, yeah. right after Club Q, he became fucking MTV Unplugged and famous guy, you know, Spider-Man 2 soundtrack. Or so. Newfound Glory, seeing them play there on, yeah. like, a showcase. Yeah. Uh, and then getting beat up. <laughs> or, you know, punched. Or, in your case, having a square fight. Uh, but, yeah, we went roller skating to a really um, old skating rink. Like, I went to birthday parties there when I was, like, seven or eight years old you know like this place has been around forever and it was hip-hop night <laughs> yeah so um i've been trying to get you roller skating for a while uh quad skating not uh not inline uh because i know you're always down in line but you know it's dude i had a lot of fun it was fun but you know what it's fucking hard dude <laughs> and not like it's hard to roller skate it's hard work like it's tiring it's, yeah, it's uh, my buns were definitely feeling it. It was more my thigh, my right thigh, because you know you're constantly turning left, so like your right leg is going to be kind of what's in control. And, to the left, to the left. Yeah, and then they right. had a they had a segment where they were like, "All right, only strong skaters on the on the rink," and they just did like five songs of people going ham, and we were watching people do all kinds of cool shit. 
Yeah, like synchronized dances and stomps and dude, I felt like I was in the movie ATL. I thought I was in Roll Bounce starring Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> uh, but it was a lot of fun, man. And then I started looking at quads because <laughs> I was like, I want my own. And they're either really ugly or really expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's... I got mine used off eBay, but they they looked brand new when I got them, and you know, dude. I paid fifty, sixty bucks on them. Dude, we need to get customs. We saw dudes. There was a guy with Asics that he turned into roller skates. There was a, like two kids in Vans. There was a guy in Chucks, and like Vans for sure because they have that deep sole, so it's like it shouldn't be an issue to drill the you know the frames in there. But how the fuck are you gonna put it on like Asics? The soles on those are like two centimeters thick. I know, man. I don't know. It's uh, definitely a fashion show. Uh, definitely aggressive skating, which is Yeah. I almost well, yeah. knocked some girl over. Like, I had to grab people a bunch of times because, like, I'm fine. I can skate. Like, I'm not, you know, amazing. I can't fucking, you know, roll bounce and shuffle and all that stuff. But I can go. Like, I'm, I'm not going to fall. But, like, you know who fell? Who? Oh, yeah. Jester. Jester twice. <laughs> yeah. He knocked a little kid over, too. He, oh he did all right it was just it, it was did okay it's it's crowded man. it was it, it was crowded it was banana it like and it's not a big place uh like like you said you you spend most of the time kind of going like around a corner um yeah but uh the secret is you go to the inside corner like the very inside the center of the rink no one was there so i would just cut in there but like then you're only skating half the thing basically and it that's what happened is people would cross in front of me and I'd be like, fuck, because like, I'm not great at stopping because I'm used to rollerblades. So I would just do a T-stop like that. But then you taught me you'd basically drag your toe. Yeah, I just drag it. Exactly. Well, so yeah, we did that. That was a lot of fun. We'll definitely go skating again uh, eventually. We, we found there's a better place to go that's a little bit um, less crowded. Like better for us because we're not trying to dance and you know be there no 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 the place i'm talking about you could still boogie woogie woogie man (laughs) but uh but it's more of a straight uh like more of a straight than like a constant loop if that makes sense um you know you're you're going straight more yeah it's like a it's like a longer ring which is more fun plus they have uh projectors and their ac is brand new and sponsored by a place where we work so dude it was so hot. I was like, yeah. D- Jesse afterwards was like, oh, shit, you're really sweaty. I'm like, guys, I wasn't kidding. I kept saying I'm fucking sweating my ass off. <laughs> and like, people was, think I'm It playing. was a hot weekend, man. Did you read the reports? I mean, it was like, felt like 103, but it was really like 93. Yeah. He, he, the heat index was no joke. This last weekend, yeah, it was like record highs. It was insane. It was so hot that Lulu didn't even want to play. Like, and that, that means something. That. Yeah, but I saw her playing on on uh, your Twitch streaming, which is what you did this past week, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I streamed uh, Bloodstained. There's six or no five videos. They're all a couple hours long, um, and I am in love with it. By the way, um, so if you had to rate it, uh, one to five dicks, dude. Right dick, now, it's a dicks. five. It's a five for me. It's a full five. It's a full so I, five. IGN out of their ten, they give like an eight point eight, which is yeah. pretty high for them. Yeah. And like, it's definitely not perfect, but I'm giving it such a good score because it's just perfect for me. You know what I mean? I love Symphony of the Night is my Castlevania, and this is Symphony of the Night. So, it's if you liked that game, this is Igarashi's sequel, basically, and it is it plays exact like, you know, there's some tweaks, you know, that he kind of blended a bunch of his games. Um, um, of his Game Boy um, Castlevanias and um, Symphony of the Night. Like, the basic framework is Symphony, and then they added some um, some things, like getting uh, magic through shards and things like that. Um, that is more from some of the Game Boy games, which I'll go over more with uh, Jesse next week, because he's also playing. He finally started playing it, and he just called me earlier and was like, dude, I'm, Did he really? I'm fucking in love. Huh. And I'm like, yeah, dude, uh, it's, I've been telling, cause remember I've been telling you, you were there. I'm like, dude, you have to play it. It's insane. I've been um, watching, uh, watching the stream and I mean, it's been pretty good. I I've noticed that you probably get more views than I did, you know, because you're playing a game that it just came out and you're also playing a game that 
people may want to check out you know yeah i mean the first night i got like 10 viewers overall but then like the second and you know the last couple nights i got zero like one uh, two two nights in a row i got like 10 and then like the next night was like four or five and then it was like one guy would pop in here and there and then leave and that was it so and one of the viewers is always me because i have my old uh second account for nerd porn that i used because i don't like to have the chat on screen because it just gets mm-hmm. in your way so i just keep my phone open and then i have the chat and i can read it and talk you know whatever um so i keep that going but yeah i mean it's fine like you know not everyone is watching twitch anymore but it's just fun to do sometimes and i try to do it on newer games because that's how you're going to get viewers and you get interaction because if nobody's going to watch and interact there's no point you know what i mean yeah um well a game that i really that me me and you talked about and that we should probably get back on and play together because we had a fun fun time uh rainbow six siege um, yeah we need to stream siege the day dude so i mean right now you know it's 10 bucks on the uh the steam sale yeah i i uh they just added the or they're adding new operatives too they added since you played there's probably like 10 new operatives i can't open that game right now because comcast will send me a bill for going over <laughs> my usage uh I, i'm doing everything i can to just keep uh you know interested in overwatch that's probably why i'm playing so much forza or uh, yeah so forza because i you know get stuck there um because i don't want to do anything that's gonna take up my bandwidth i mean it sounds crazy uh i i gotta update my plan next go around yeah fuck comcast fuck data caps dude um yeah and the fact that they could do that without even like you know like they did they did that change it's like, hey, by the way, we're doing this. Yep, and then like two, I think they gave us three months, and then they were like, all right, now it's in. You know, if you go over five hundred gigs, you're fucked. And I think originally it was like two fifty. Yeah, it was low. It was originally really low. And I'm like, bruh, you can't just go. That's like when cell phones did it. You remember when iPhones came out and you, everyone had infinite data, and you were like, great. And then all of a sudden, like the three G service came out, and they were like, oh, we can start charging people for data. And then they started well, to. I. I think what they were experiencing was just the way down from from you know like the new like they didn't think about like down the road you know you're in corporate America you you, you see what happens right people don't think you know past past what's happening now dude being in a lot of different jobs kind of shows you that no one's thinking about fucking anything half the time <laughs> it's crazy like being at Best Buy being a blockbuster it's no wonder blockbuster fucking went under they it was run like shit and it's like if my barely graduated high school ass can figure out like i'm not an i'm not a stupid person i barely graduated because i got fucking into drugs and i didn't care about school but if i can do it if i can think of things that are like pretty obvious and you know maybe they're not all great ideas but if i'm thinking of things and noticing things that aren't working how is you know these how are these multi-millionaire billionaire companies not thinking of this mm-hmm. and it's like a lot of companies don't do shit because they don't want to spend money and i'm like you will make money after you spend that money like it's gonna make you money because it's gonna streamline things eh, it fucking kills me and my old firm i used to fucking every meeting we had proprietary software and i'd be like it's our software make it do what we want you have developers in-house i don't want to hear it can't do it it can do whatever we want. We're paying people to build it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's fucking drove me nuts. And one, at one meeting, like the controller of the company was like, you can't say it. You can't say it again. You're not allowed to say it again. I'm like, guys. Uh, and and the, the worst part is the dude who developed it worked at the place and he would just smoke cigarettes all day. Like he didn't do shit. And I'm like, Van, or I don't want to say his name. That guy's right over there, dude. <laughs> just go tell him if it's not working, fix it. Yeah. And he sold it for like millions, I think like $2 million originally to get the licensing. And then they hired him full time. So it's like, you, you, I mean, and I would tell him like, you got to fire him. And then you need to only bring him on when things are broken because he has no incentive to make it work. Yeah. The the longer it doesn't work, the longer he's, you know, like his job is here. I don't know. Whatever. But yes. So I, I know what you're saying. There's no reason <laughs> to fix anything. No there we go. We brought it all back. Um, so I did see hey. Chucky, which I'll talk about. Um, and I watched. Uh, let's do. Why don't we jump into Too Old to Die Young? Because we both uh, did well, watch that. Yeah, we we both saw that. Um, 
and uh, I saw it first. Dude, <laughs> you fucking warned me, and I was watching it, and I, I'll get into what you warned me on, but just know this. Kelsey was reading on the other couch, the podcast couch, and she was like, I can't take this show. And she, all she was was hearing the audio. <laughs> and she was just like, this is fucking garbage, and left. <laughs> it It's a really good show. So, like, I, I'm going to give it a four out of five. I'm really liking it. It's starting to pick up. Uh, but you have to get past, like, you have to get past. It's very slow pace, but it's done. Um, it's it's done that way on, on well, purpose. Look, so that's the worst part of the slowness is it's so deliberate that it doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel like these characters are naturally slow talkers. That's what bothers me. Do you know what I mean? So, you can tell a director's hand is stopping them. So you got Miles Teller. He was he was uh, in the new Fantastic Four. Uh, yeah, well, he as, was. What he was in the drum movie. Uh, fuck, the one about God damn it. Uh, it's him and uh, old uh, J. Jonah Jameson, and uh, he's like a, a crazy drummer and the the guy that's like running the you know the orca orchestra guy or whatever. I never saw it. Uh, fuck, I can't remember it. I'll figure it out anyway. Sorry, but that's what he's most famous for because like that's his best performance basically. Well, how long ago was this? Maybe four years ago. Mm. I mean, he's also in War Dogs. Uh, oh yeah, thank was... you for your service. Yep. Was that it? No, it was uh something. It's one word. Uh, hold on. Insurgent. Nope. Allegiant. Nope. Oh God, uh, he was in those, wasn't he? Yeah. God, he's, he's not done he's a lot, in of, a lot of one oh, word things. Whiplash is the movie. It was in 2014. Oh. That movie is what he like. I think won awards for, but. Yeah, dude, he's terrible in this. Uh, well, his acting's good. His character is just really fucking annoying. Yeah, but yeah, he's Reed Richards. Uh, he straight up doesn't talk for like maybe like ten, twenty minutes. 20 minutes I think twenty minutes in. And the worst part is, there's a guy full on having a conversation with him. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know what I did or like? I liked that the first line of that movie is a cop, uh, his partner Miles Teller's partner saying. I think I got a fucking killer, man. Like, basically saying he's going to kill his mistress. I really enjoyed that that was, like, kind of the intro line of this movie. You know, it kind of really sets the stage for who these cops are. But then there's a fucking scene where they pull someone over, and it's one of the longest, most annoying scenes in probably any TV show or movie I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Because everybody, and you said this, this is what you said, it's really slow. Like the dialogue is really slow. And you said you fell asleep twice watching the first episode. And, I did fall asleep, but and you, know, you nailed it. It is that slow where I fell asleep and I woke up and I picked up almost right from where I left off. Dude, it, you said it's people going like, so I'll just say it. it's like the guy goes, That's it. I'm going to, I think I'm going to have to fucking kill her, dude. Mm-hmm. She's like coming to my house and stuff. She texted my fucking wife, man. It is that slow. <laughs> I, I, we're good. It is that slow. But and if they're you get looking past that, at each story... other. Sorry, I kind of talked over you. No, a that's bit. fine. They're fucking looking at each other. It's like who would pause that much in the middle of a conversation? You're right. So um, here's what I was saying on PCL. Brian Tupperware at this show, by the way, he loves it. Oh, I know he does. Because uh, I mean, Nicholas he, Reffin. He acknowledges how slow it is. Yeah. The director yeah. is the guy from Drive, which is one of my favorite movies of ever. Like, I love that movie. And you you can see it in this. The, the cinematography is incredible. The lighting is incredible. The music's incredible. A lot of the performances are great. It's just really slow. So I, I even said, I'm going to give it the, the chance. I, it's just one of those shows you got to like, you got to kind of sit down and watch. It's, it's not going to hold you through it. Yeah, Nicholas Riff. Rent, winding ref, winding refin, yeah, where he did, uh, he did drive, which I was, I love that movie. Uh, Only God forgives, so he, he keeps with the same uh, Mickey Mouse Club theme. Um, <laughs> that one is a Muay Thai movie. Uh, Ryan Gosling's in that too, and he runs a Muay Thai gym with his brother. And yeah. I just remember the big line in the trailer was him going, "Want to fight." <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Neon, the Neon Demon, uh, which is pretty good. Valhalla Rising. Uh, I didn't see that one. Oh, he did Valhalla Rising. Yeah, that's with Mads Mikkelsen. He's he's a writer. No, that's not with Mads, is it? Oh, okay, he wrote it. Because I was gonna say that was directed by Lars von Trier. No, he directed that too. Did, hold on. Yeah, I'm checking the IMDb, bro. God damn it! Hold on. Yeah. No, Mads, you can keep talking. Mads One Eye Mickelson uh, is uh, the main character there, but yeah, he he directed it and uh, he he helped write it along with uh, Roy Jacobson. Um, You're correct. Well, who? Oh, man, why did I think this was a Von Trier movie? Don't know, brother. Dude, that movie's but, great. By the way, it's very weird and it's very slow too. Like, it's it's not fun, but it's just good. Mads Mickelson's incredible in it too. Yeah, but here's where they get you, and you're a sucker for this. And I saw this coming from a mile away. The lighting oh, dude. On, the, on the show. The pullover scene in the very beginning was so perfectly lit because it's lit pretty much strictly using the red and blues. Uh, and so it, it's like unsettling the whole time. You know what I mean? Because it's even hurting your eyes. Because they're... Uh, Man, what the, what's the fucking kind of lights those are uh, that are super bright and annoying? Um, fucking goddamn LEDs. LEDs. There you go. There you go. Nailed them. Yeah, nailed it. Um, yeah, I don't know, but it, it's just yeah, the lighting is incredible. So the the plot is you know Detective uh, Miles Heller, which is Martin Jones, uh, leads a double life as a killer for hire in Los Angeles' deadly underground, suffering an extra existential crisis which leads him deeper into a blood tra- blood spattered world of violence um, you know what's interesting by the way is uh in the later episodes which i haven't i've only watched the first uh hideo kojima's in it yeah yeah and this kind of lines up because now uh from rumors that we see online is that they're going to uh collaborate on something i think this is it isn't it no, no, no. Oh. They're going to co- collaborate on like a, a like their own creation. Probably not a game. Yeah, I was say, Most likely a TV show or movie. That didn't work out for uh, Kojima and Guillermo del Toro. Wasn't he doing uh, uh, PT? Or yeah. Or Silent Hills? Um, so I'll tell you what I loved in the first episode was fucking Billy Baldwin as Miles Teller's <laughs> 16-year-old girlfriend's dad. It, well, that that kind of made me a little bit uncomfortable, to be honest. Oh yeah, uh, no the 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 subject, the matter, conversation. Yeah, I love that the dad was like pulling zero punches. He just kept being like, "You're a fucking creep," you know that. Like, I mean, he wasn't saying it as direct, but he was basically pointing out how creepy it was that the officer that responded to her mother's suicide is now fucking his teenage daughter. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. And I love that he's like stroking the tiger, basically trying to get him to fuck him. And then he goes, "Nah, I think I'm just gonna like get out of here after this." And then he's like, "I'm fucking with you, dude." But like, you know, he really wanted to fuck him. <laughs> and he kept going like, <laughs> and like twitching because you know he's on coke. Yeah. So you've watched a couple episodes, right? Uh, just the first two. Okay. But um, but yeah, it says uh. San Diego. Oh, so Hideo Kojima. All right, I miss. I misremembered the article. I don't know what what, what I was thinking. Uh, Kojima and uh, and Nicholas Winding Rimp are coming to San Diego Comic Con oh. <laughs> for but this there, show. It, yeah, but in the comments, when you go down the rabbit hole, there is uh, speculation that they could be doing something else creative together. I didn't rate the first episode, but I'm gonna give it a two. A two. A two. That's that's low, bro. It was uh like honestly, very honestly, it bordered on unwatchable. Really? You could tell. Here's what my theory is. My theory is Nicholas Reffin said do each line and don't like and then give it like a minute. And then I want to cut it down. Not a full minute, but you know like wait a super uncomfortable amount of time and then say your next line cuz I want to cut it down. And then he just didn't cut it down. Because it's so unnatural. Literally, literally, every character other than Billy Baldwin talks like they're fucking going backwards. Hmm. It was, I, I 
I wanted to stop watching it so many times. And that's a it's a sign of a bad show for me. But that's not to say that I don't think it could be it could get good. Because everybody says after the fourth episodes or like the third episode, four, five, and six are really good. And I'm like, dude, you need to like hook people. And that first episode's almost like they don't want you to watch it. <laughs> I you know, it's it's I could see where you're coming from. I could definitely see where you're coming from, but you know, I, I did enjoy it. Uh, yes, I did fall asleep twice, <laughs> but but I did enjoy it, um, and I'm going to continue to watch it. Yeah, whatever, dude. You you yeah. you have to admit that you have interest in it. I do, I do. <laughs> um, but I also got interest in a uh, another movie I I watched this past week, which is uh. And I never seen before. I swear, Initial D, the live action movie. Wait, they made a live action movie. It's on Netflix. Um, <laughs> it's it's only in sub, uh, you know, in in Mandarin. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, they get the story. They kind of cut the stories down a little bit, right? Uh, and they kind of just slap things together. But it's more of a soap opera than uh, it is like a movie. Uh, the way it's cut, the very um, the how should I say it? like the just the way it's edited, it's more like TV drama than anything else. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Let me see what it was rated. Um, have you seen any of uh, Initial D? No. So I was originally trying to watch the anime uh, from scratch again without going into your Crunchyroll, um, but. Uh, but what I did instead was I found this movie and I watched the whole thing. <laughs> it's a 2005 movie. Um, it, I mean, IMDb rates it uh, 6.4 out of 10. So not great, um, but not the worst thing. Okay. But uh, it was fun <laughs> to watch. If you're a fan. If you're a fan of the anime, it's fun to watch. Um, hold on. What was I gonna say? Um, sorry, I was trying to get us a special guest. Uh, <laughs> since we're, since we're, you know, kind of low on content. Mm-hmm. Um, so give me one second. I'm gonna pause real quick. Never mind, guys. Sorry, I tried to get former Comic Slob Brian on and uh, Senya of Manga Slobs, but it didn't work out. I couldn't get Discord audio to go to Keith. I could get it to go to us, but then he would just be listening to me have a one-sided conversation, so it's not not worth it. Anyway, sorry, Keith. Um, so initial D, was it a Netflix original anime movie that they do? Like, no. Okay, no. No, no, no. It's just being streamed on on Netflix. Okay. Well, um, then. do we have anything for news this week? I, you know, it's been pretty dry since uh, E3. You know, if we call this the E3 drought. Not really, no. Nothing's really been going on, but um, I do have another review. I can do Child's Play real quick. Can do go that. ahead, knock your panties off. I won't go to. I mean, you're not going to see it. You don't care about those movies. I'm. I'm just going to go through it. Um, well, I was on PCL this weekend, by the way. Uh, only on like half the episode because I had to leave to go roller skating, and they start a little bit later because they are on um, Central Time, so they're an hour earlier than us, and you know just. That just means it's an hour later here, no matter what's going on. So, by yeah, the time... I interrupted you. Uh, no, during, uh... it's fine. I really wanted to go skating, or I would have canceled. You know, I just would have not gone. But it was the only opportunity for all three of us to be skating at one time, probably. And you know, I got to skate with Nakia from Welcome to Tate's, and um, you know, a couple of other people from actual Tate's that you know I've met through the years. So it was cool. It was really cool, and it was for um, Jesse's good friend Sal, who's now our friend. Uh, his birthday. So happy birthday, Sal! He had a he had a shirt on that was the tattoo from the clan that Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow were, you know, in GI Joe were like trained in, and I had no idea that that was a thing until Saturday morning. I woke up and was looking at Facebook, and someone from the Star Joe's podcast, which is a uh, one of the friends of uh, PCL, like one of their friends' shows, um, they talk about obviously Star Wars, you know. Uh, G.I. Joe and Transformers I think I, I've not listened because I don't have time right now um, but 
he posted a picture of the reveal, like the comic panel reveal of their their matching tattoos when everyone was like, oh, shit, I guess, you know? And then I walk up, and Sal's wearing that shirt. I'm like, holy shit, dude, is that the fucking, you know, Storm Shadow and uh, Snake Eyes tattoo? He's like, yeah, dude. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know enough to pretend like I knew that. I just saw it this morning. <laughs> um so I was on PCL. Uh, it was a lot of fun, as always. A bunch of my jokes didn't land, which always makes for good comedy. <laughs> um, I did like the joke that uh, you were constantly on mute telling com- a comedy to your dog. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, just to peel back the curtain on that, I just wait. I just wait in the wings until uh, it's time for my joke to fit in, and then nobody laughs. And I'm like, well, it was all worth it. Um, I'm usually on mute just in case my dog barks because she really likes to do that shit because, you know, she's a psycho. Um, so I like I, me eating chips right now. Yes, yes. You should just play video games while you do it too and then go, what? Every time I'm talking, what? And then repeat something I said later. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, I heard the story. Anyways, uh, so I reviewed Child's Play with Brian. He's the only one who saw it as well, uh, but I'll go over it now. So it is... Uh, the 2019 reboot of Child's Play. Um, it's really like, what do th- what do they call um, what do they call it when it is not a reboot? Fuck, I think uh, a reimagining. Reimagining. There you go. That's exactly the word. Um, of the original film, which is it actually kind of works better since the the um, since those movies are still going. You know what I mean? Since um child's play as a series those films are still going on with the same uh director or the same writer director kind of running the show on all of them so um it's better that they they kind of strayed from the original plot because in this it's not a voodoo serial killer possession movie it is a rogue ai um and it kind of works in why a way does it work i mean you know why would anyone do that programming of the um of the you know like having something bad happen so okay it is a doll that is uh supposed to basically run your it's like an alexa or like a google home or any of that stuff that you can talk to your appliances and they do stuff right Instead oh my of, gosh just like uh black mirror with uh miley cyrus yes it's like a connected home creature so in, in other as well as, sorry, it is like, you know, a toy for your kid, but your kid can tell it to do things like, hey, you know, um, turn on the TV or remind me to get do my homework or whatever. And parents can tell it to, like, start the toaster or, you know, whatever dumb shit. I don't know. But, like, that's sort of the idea. So it's a learning AI. And so, like, I was talking to Brian on PCL, and he was like, but why when in the beginning of the movie, the kind of the thing that makes Chucky is – uh, in Vietnam, where they're making these dolls, there's a a guy that works at the company, and he's like abused by the owner, and the owner just basically slaps him and treats him like shit, and he's like, "That's it, I'm done." And so he turns off all the inhibitors on the doll, and there's like switches for like violence and like you know fucking whatever, like dumb shit like that. That you're like, "Why wow, didn't want to make it?" But if it's a learning AI, like the the point of it is to learn from the humans in the house, you don't want it to learn violent behavior, so you want to turn off violence right you would program it so that it recognizes violence but it cannot commit violence right so you would want to program that in i don't think it would have a switch right it would just be automatically set to you know never hit anything basically um but i can understand you know the uh the idea of programming it in so that guy fucking turns it all off and then kills himself and then Chucky malfunctions. And so then Aubrey Plaza, who plays uh, Andy's mom in this, um, and she's like a, someone who had a kid young. She she says 16, so who knows? Because Andy's a little older in this. He's not like six like he was in the first movie or whatever age. Uh, the, you know, He was really young in the, first mo- uh, the original Child's Play. In this, he's probably like 12 or 13. Um, Is it weird that uh, this was released the same week as uh, Toy Story 4, also involved with a boy (laughs) named Andy? Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) Um, But so she gets this because she works at basically Walmart, but it's called Zed Mart. And someone returns this doll and is like, this one's defective. But the funniest shit is someone returns one before or tries to, and he's like, bruh. It's like a black guy. He's like, this thing's a fucking ginger, dude. I wanted the blonde one. My kid's all fucking pissed off because he's got red hair. And she's like, 
but the blonde one is the Andy 2, and this clearly says the Andy 1, or whatever, sorry, the Buddy 1. She's like, I mean, I'm sorry you couldn't read the box or that sign over there that says, you know, Andy or Buddy 2, which comes out whenever, and, you know, it's just funny that it's like, this thing's creepy as fuck. <laughs> it's got fucking red hair. Um, but so she basically gets the one for free because it was defective and the and she asked her boss like where do these go and he's like they send them back and they probably just trash them so she gets it for her son think it'll be like a goofy gift and then it's basically instead of possession it becomes obsessed with andy and so it's like possessive of him and wants to kill anyone that gets in his way and it like anyone that hurts him so there's some really interesting kills in this it's actually really fun i i said on her facebook i liked this more than godzilla king of monsters uh and i stick by that i really enjoyed it more and and i would i would hesitate to rate this high because it's not a great movie it was just fun you know what i mean it's like what it's supposed to be it's a fucking child's play movie which those movies were something you'd watch on a saturday just to kill time you know um but I just I laughed a lot in this uh, at a lot of the violence and there's a lot of really fun gory kills and the fucking third act just goes bananas like it it goes off the fucking rails but in a good way like in a fun way it makes sense it's not like it like loses its story it's just yeah I would recommend it I would say you don't have to see it in theaters but uh, if you're looking for a good horror movie I'd go see it um and if not, and if you just want like a fun horror movie in you know like three or four months, watch it on fucking Prime or if it hits uh, Netflix, jump on there. Whatever, it's definitely a fun movie. Uh, how is Mark Hamill though? So he gets there. Uh, I think he gets to be a really fun Chucky, but in the beginning, he's just uh, you know like an AI. So he's not he doesn't have a personality. I mean, he you know he's he's just kind of bubbly. He's just like, do you want to play with me? And, like, are we having fun? That kind of stuff. So it's not like like he doesn't get to be Chucky until the end. But he does get there. Um, but it's definitely fun. I I don't remember what I gave Godzilla, King of Monsters. Did I give it a four? I feel like I gave it a four. And I feel, beca- I feel like I gave it a four because I couldn't do a half star or a half dick. I'm going to have to give this a four. If that's true, because wow, okay, I I want I hesitate. I'd want to give it a three, because I'd say it's like, I'd say three is like okay, you know, it's pretty good. Um, but if I liked it and I had more fun with this than Godzilla, then I can't really give it less of a score than Godzilla. So I'm gonna give it a four. It's it's not a great movie, but like on a, out of a ten scale, I would give it like a seven and a half. So I would say a four is fair. Did yeah. you watch Men in Black? fuck no <laughs> i knew the movie was gonna suck balls before it came out and then it came out and everyone's like it sucks I'm like well fucking duh i don't know but that's that's my child's play review um you know write in if if anyone sees it let me know what you think if you're mad at me um i will not pay for your ticket but i will pay you in fucking love um i know that's Nana- gonna be the worst thing i think you ever said on the podcast <laughs> just <laughs> I know Nana uh, really enjoyed it too. So Nana Pratt from Blurred R Us, I saw him posting about it. So um, I did watch a bunch of anime too, but it's the same shit I've been saying. So no need to talk about it. So why don't we jump into emails? And you stop eating fucking chips on mute, you piece of shit. <laughs> Think I don't notice? I'm just muting myself so I can tell myself funny jokes. All right, hold on. Email time. Email. Previously on X Men. all right so jacob Harmon wrote in uh e3 and other goodies is the title hello gentlemen i really enjoyed both episodes of the e3 coverage fantastic work as always so thank you for that um i have pre-ordered the uh, secret of mana collection for the switch i've never played the game boy game included and uh, i'm excited to revisit secret of mana and see trials of mana for the uh, trails of mana for the first time Dude, get ready, because Seekin' Densetsu 3 is incredible. Um, I recently was at a GameStop and saw a copy of The Witch and The Hundred Knight 2. I've never heard of it or its predecessor, but it's an action RPG starring a small knight and lots of anime ladies with big ol' anime titties. 
which is enough to get me to buy a game. <laughs> I also man. got the Tales of Asperia remaster for the Switch. I had forgotten it was getting released on that platform. Um, the Switch is becoming an awesome RPG machine. Take care, boys. Jake. Uh, note, the next part is not for the show. It's for your eyes only. And then he gave us his phone number. Um, Ooh, uh, la la. And I didn't read this yet, so I'll add him up uh, and shoot him a text um, to get started. I I don't read the emails prior to recording because I don't want to uh, lose them. Because I like... Keith can spoil, and we'll pull back the curtain. The way that I keep my email at work drives him bonkers, but um, yeah, he it's nuts. I I I make sure anything I need to hit is unread. That's why I don't read any of our emails because I need to know I haven't read them. But whatever, I have traumatic brain injury. I blame that. Um, <laughs> good friend of the show, Seth Myers, writes in. Oh well, let's uh, let me. We didn't even really talk about it, but um, I've heard of the Witch and the Hundred Knights but I have not played any of them. I do remember the big anime titties that I saw in the trailers, um, but I, I'd i be interested to know how, how, how it plays and if it's any good. Um, it's got to be good. It had to have sold pretty good since it got a sequel, but who knows? He doesn't um, look my type of game. Yeah, he's an RPG guy like me. I know. And uh, I do want to grab Tales of Asperia because I know people... I'm. Not a huge Tales game fan, um, but I haven't really played one since like Super Nintendo or PlayStation One days. So, you know, it may be time to revisit it. And I know that that's like a beloved one. And like you, and that's that's on the Switch, right? Yeah, and like him, I want to kind of fill my Switch up with RPGs. So, because I think it already it came out for the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Yeah, I think they released it on the PS Four and Xbox as well. Because I've seen it a couple times. Okay, but again, I'm just trying to fill out, kind of like flesh out my Switch, you know, library, and I'm really well, you're excited. gonna pick up uh, the Secret Collection, right? Yeah, I'll grab that. I'm just trying to buy a house, so I'm waiting until that's done before I start spending any money because I need to save every penny. Bro, I told you, just pre-order it all now. Set your budget for the end of the year. No, and that's then already get your out. Financing. That came out the day of E3 when they announced it. What isn't out yet is seeking, um, well, tri- Trails of Mana Remastered, which is the one that they're doing, or remake, where they did a 3D version of that old Super Nintendo game, which that's what I'm going to pre-order and be excited for, for sure. So anyways, Seth Myers writes in and says, Sekido, uh, listening to you and Jesse speak on Sekido, uh, you spoke on how there isn't a real leveling system to help defeat bosses. There actually is. An example is when I went to fight Lady Butterfly, I went too early and she beat my ass. My posture would break too soon because in her second form, she would shoot out these glowing butterflies. I stopped, found many bosses to fight, and beat Gyobu Oniwa, the the horse boss. Uh, That increased my health, posture, and strength. I then went back to fight Butterfly Lady and beat that old bitch. (laughs) Yes, you can't grind enemies like Bloodborne to level up, but finding weaker, more manageable bosses does help you to take down harder ones. Yeah, we kind of mentioned that, but... um, He's a beast, dude. He's... He, I love watching him play. He's awesome, and he plays games like Devil May Cry and those kind of games where there is no real leveling. Like I know when you know Devil May Cry, you can kind of you know uh, level your skills up and things like that, so you, you can get stronger. But um, and he is right in Sekiro, you can do that, but it's also tied to bosses. So if you're not really great at bosses or mini bosses, they kick the shit out of you all the time. You can't. You're kind of fucked, and that's me. Like I, I do fine with enemies. You know, I can kind of get around and whatever but mini bosses are i've beat all the ones i can and now i'm just stuck at bosses so i'm kind of fucked butterfly lady i cheesed using the uh, circle strafe thing like you do a you you attack her once and then hit right and dodge and you can just circle around her and she can't hit you it like fucks her up because she beat i tried her like 10 times and she beat the shit out of me and i was like yolo and i went and just cheesed her <laughs> um I don't cheat. I get results. (laughs) Fuck. Hold on. Let's see if I can find that one. Oh, man. Uh, Guys, this is Aaron on the mixer. Well, I'm on my mom's old ass iPad, and it's so fucking slow. I hit my fat fingers, hit the wrong button. I I don't cheat. I get results. And I hit like a notepad button on the bottom, and then that opened up really slow. Anyways. Uh, Hyatt Sutton, good friend of the show, also writes in. His title is hashtag email in all caps. 
is it too late to call the off weeks nerd porn? Always a zero? <laughs> JK, not really. Love you guys. Bye. P.S. Aaron, I started Seven Deadly Sins, and there was a very weird groping scene in the first episode. What the fuck was that about? Dude, that's what I tell everyone. Is like, I really enjoyed Seven Deadly Sins. Like, it's one of my top animes that I've watched, you know, in the last couple of years. But it is, it has a bunch of creepy stuff with the main character and the main female lead. I, if you don't want spoilers for like a minor thing in the show, kind of skip forward. But I oh, wait, you already talked about it. Yeah, I kind of forgave it later because that's his wife from like she's they're reincarnated over and over. Well, he's not, but she is, and she's his wife. So like, the way I look at it, and it's still not okay. But the way I look at it is like he's already like I know you're my wife, and I know I know I love you, and I'm attracted to you. So he's kind of wanting to skip the bullshit, but like you can't do that, you know. Uh, it does it does get less annoying later, or at least you're desensitized to it. Is there a game? I don't think so. I'm looking at something called Seven De- Deadly Sins on PS4. Oh, there might be. I don't oh, know. Oh, no, that does say Seven Deadly Sins. Is it a blonde guy? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the... Is there a pig? Yeah. Yeah. That's so a... Bandai Namco came out with a game. Yeah, it's probably just an anime fighter. They make... Sorry, I was yawning. They make... Anime fighters of every anime, and they're fucking terrible. Ah, uh, well, okay. Let me not lie. They look terrible, because I don't play all of them. Um, all right. Uh, Dude, new... you, you, you called it. It is an anime <laughs> fighter? Of course. They don't He's make... 100% right. They don't make, like, games from anime, which is annoying. Like, I mean, they make fighting games, but they don't make, like, a game, like, where you just play, like, an action-adventure game. That'd be really fun. Mm. Uh, I can't tell what's really going on here. A newer listener, Ashley Calloway, uh, wrote in, no subject. Hey guys, I'm a fairly fairly I'm a fairly new listener to the podcast. I really enjoy the content, uh, and it reminds me of a conversation I'd have with my friends. Also, can I be on the podcast? I also live in the South Florida area. The answer is yes. I mean, the answer is yes. You too can be on Nerds the podcast. Yeah, I mean, to start, probably still Skype you in, just because it's creepy for you to come to my house. More for <laughs> you than me, because you don't know me and Keith, and we could be creepy guys like the guy in Seven Deadly Sins. You never know. But, uh, you're, I mean, you're welcome to come on, and if you ever want to do a Tate's run, you're welcome to do a Tate's run. And if you ever want me to wear your skin, no, I'm just <laughs> If you ever want Keith to clean your house. He will. Just invite him over. He'll look at everything and be super pissed and start cleaning it up. Hey, Aaron, how's your desktop looking? I hate it, dude. It's terrible. <laughs> I keep everything to the left, and then he moved things in three segments. I'm like, what the fuck? It made sense. It was driving me nuts. You literally had a cluster of just icons on your desktop. And I'm like, yeah, let me organize this. <laughs> Without consent, by the way. <laughs> oh, not okay. Not okay, dude. But yeah, Ashley, you're welcome to come on. I mean... Obviously, we need a mic and um, headphones. Um, headphones or whatever, like they can be shitty, but you need an okay mic, at least an okay mic. And if eventually, you know, we've talked and whatever, you can come to my house. We can record. <laughs> that goes for anybody local. I mean, don't show up at my house, but <laughs> I'll invite you over one day. Um, or, Actually, that's how we met. I just showed up at your house. That's really true. But I, I was living with our old host, too, so there was two on one. But probably, I knew him. You probably yeah. could have beat us both up, though, <laughs> at the same time. Um, and then our last email of the night, Dre Williams uh, writes in. Um, it's actually a reply to one of his old emails, but it says, Thanks for all the fish. Um, I wasn't sure if I ever sent the, this initial email and never looked into it. I sent another one with other random topics recently. Sorry about that. I read all of the books by Kong and uh, that he's put out. I think they started off strong, but I look forward to hearing your thoughts about them. That was, um, remember he wrote in uh, maybe three weeks ago about um, literary, lit RPGs is what he called them, which yeah, are books that are you read and it's like a game a la D&D, you know, sort of a, I don't know, some, some, some sort of... Uh, some form of choose your own adventure book version of that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely am gonna again. I'm I'm really not trying to spend money right now. They're pretty cheap, but I'm gonna wait till I get my tub at my new house, and then I can read in there. Um, so, <laughs> so you were supposed to react to that. I mean, you know, tub time. My new house is gonna have a tub with jets in it. So I mean, that's pretty cool. So he'll blow one up his. Me hole. telling you, you were supposed to react to that is like when that guy. Remember that politician said, "Please clap." <laughs> <laughs> um but yes so i will read um one of those once i have a tub and time because tub and tub time (laughs) those are two things required i have time i really have tub and time i really haven't been reading at all like i'm stuck on the 10th book of wheel of time i'm like halfway through it well i've been slowly picking away at it but i just mostly watch anime now so what uh, outlet is uh, Seven Deadly Sins on? Netflix. It's a Netflix oh, original. Is it? Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's technically three seasons, but it's really two with like a five episode in between, um, which is kind of dumb. To the the little in between seasons, kind of useless. Okay. But I would definitely watch it. It's really good. Um, I was uh, watching One Punch this weekend too. What punch? I'm caught up on that too. And you know what? They changed studios, but it's still really good. Because I think all the voice actors are the same and everything like that. It's just they changed the animation house. Um, And, you know, you can tell it's a little different, but it's still great. I've been having a lot of fun with this season. And he's still killing everything in one punch. And he's bummed. Not like the time that they uh, were just continuing X-Men on Fox and you just see everything. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Or like when fucking Family Guy got canceled the first time and they they would like make fun of it. That was awesome. You remember the one where like they just dr- dragged the cells across the screen? Uh, that was great. Anyways. No, but Arrested Development was talking crap about Fox when they were about to drop them. Exactly. I like that stuff. I, I think it's fun. A little peek behind the curtains. Um, but that's really all we got. This is kind of a short one, but it's still an hour. You guys got an hour out of us. That's all you're gonna get. That's all you're gonna fucking get. I mean, next week Jesse and I are gonna go over Bloodstained, kind of more in depth. You know that'll be a fucking three hour episode. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't say that as if I hate it. I mean, I hate it because it's weeknights, but um, better yeah. you than me. <laughs> bye bye, bitches. And <laughs> you just like fucking <laughs> jump out of a moving vehicle. <laughs> Date oh. by yo. So, uh, guys, if you like this episode, um, you know, be sure to check us out on uh, Facebook.com, Fortress Nerds of Podcast, same for Twitch, YouTube, and our email. We want to hear from you, nerdsofpodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram is nerdpodcast. Uh, and our, you know, you guys find you guys found us here on iTunes and uh, Google Play under Nerds. So keep coming back. Work it if it works. Um, if you like more of this, uh, nerd nation podcasting of, uh, the United States of America, uh, <laughs> then you're going to also love, uh, Cinecast. So they review a bunch of TVs, movies, pretty much anything you put in front of spoiler, Steve, he'll review it. I swear to God. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, he'll fucking review it. He'll fucking do it. Him and Kova, they're a team and they'll review it. You will sometimes listen to Cinecast, and he's also watching something to review then again later on. So, guys, he's going to review it. Uh, go check out Pop Culture Le- Leftovers. Aaron's on this week's podcast. Uh, they're trending uh, on uh, on iTunes, so they're yeah. breaking the charts there. You're welcome. <laughs> go also check out a couple of nerds, Boards Are Russ, who's next podcast, Shutterbug's podcast, and Brute Force. And ignorance. Um, definitely, uh, we need a couple more. We need uh, 17 more follows on Twitch. So if you have a Twitch, give us a follow. We uh, really do, guys. I mean, please, we don't ask for much um, except for our Patreon to where you could uh, donate your money to us, your hard-earned money. Yeah. Uh, find us on uh, bankofamerica.com. <laughs> Forward slash Just- Keith Keller. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, please, if you guys want to do us a favor, uh, show your support. We're trying to stream more. We're trying to give you a little bit more peaks. Uh, just follow us on on uh, Twitch there, so we could show off our 
awesome gaming skills. As you can see, Aaron freak out. And you did. never know. You may see me walk around naked. I didn't this time. Some uh, Seth Meyer was watching. He wanted me to freak out because I lost to a boss, but I didn't. Okay. Congratulations, dude. Yeah, I fucking didn't. <laughs> well, I didn't threaten to slap anyone's glasses off. If you really did, you, you know what makes us feels good feels goods <laughs> um, is uh, Doctor Feels Goods. But also, if you guys not only follow us on Twitch, but you leave us a review, uh, we do this out of the kindness of our heart. So please. Uh, throw us a review, throw us some stars, whatever you got to do. Yeah. Throw us your one chocolate star. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, all right. We love you. Um, you know, Keith will be back not this coming Monday, but the or Wednesday, but the one after. And, um, you know, just stay strong, people. Just be out there doing push ups and shit. Like, next time you're in public, do a pull-up on a tree branch in front of um, an elderly person just to show them your dominance. Let them know who's in charge. Be like One Punch. Do 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups, and that, that will master your training. And a 10-kilometer run every day. And when it's hot out, don't turn on the air conditioning. Make sure. <laughs> when it's cold out, don't turn on the heat. Just, you know, be strong. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we love you. Goodbye forever. I am you had a delay. So crunchy. What did you try to say? So crunchy. Is that what you said? No, I said, I am eating chips. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said, I am a ninja. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to stop the recording. They get a little extra after the song. Goodbye. What's your loud ass eating, dude? I'm so hungry. What are you eating? What kind of chips? Cape Cod, salt and vinegar, 400% less fat. (laughs) Are you trying to get 400% less fat? I actually did slim down a little this week. Thanks for noticing. I noticed your dick was skinnier. <laughs> what? I noticed your dick was skinnier, dude. It tasted better, but it was definitely skinnier. <laughs>